Welcome to the Advancing Your Career in Academia podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Loren M. Hill, a coach and a licensed clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, California. I'll be sharing over 25 years of tips, tools, and advice on advancing your career in academia. For more information, visit our website at theacclivity.com. Hey, it's Mark Canty again here with Release Dynamics, and I'm here with the lovely Dr. Loren Hill of The Acclivity. And uh, we've been talking today on the idea of, of advancing your career when it comes to how do you invest in your career for higher returns? And, and this is the topic that we came up with. We were just kind of brainstorming this. Investing in your career for higher returns personally and professionally. What a great topic, don't you think? Uh, it's something that, you know, often it's one of those long-term thought processes that we often put aside, but I think it's really, really important. And Dr. Hill has brought this up and it's something that's key to the clients that she works with and show how she helps them develop that future focus. So uh, I want to just take a moment to welcome Dr. Hill once again to, uh, to our, our interview platform today. Uh, thanks so much for being with us, Dr. Hill. Hi, Mark. Thanks for stopping by today. It's good to be back with you. Fantastic. I have this question for you now. So when when we were talking, we were discussing some of these ideas and these issues in particular. So what would you say are some of the common problems that people, educators face uh, when it comes to investing in their career? What kind of issues do they come up against? What are the problems that you see people facing? So Mark, I would say the first problem that they faced is that they really don't understand the concept of investing in themselves for their career. So we typically think about investments for the future, um, investment for things that we wanna buy, such as a home or a vehicle or the college savings or for the children, but we don't always think about investing in ourselves for professional development. So what I wanted to cover today um, and in our subsequent talks is really about the strategies for investing in yourself for professional development, advancing your career, and just broadening your horizons over, overall. And it, it does take money to do that. Yeah, really good point. Excellent. What do you think now in your experience, what are some of the underlying reasons? I mean, you're a psychologist. What are some of the underlying reasons that people get stuck and that they don't necessarily move in that direction or think about long-term investment and advancing their career that way? So one of the things that I would say up front is that nobody's ever told them to do it. So it's not that they you know, don't know how to do it. It's just that they've never been told to do it. And so once we start having conversations around budgeting, um, then people do grasp that concept, but then they start thinking, well, I don't have any money for that. Where am I going to find the money? So knowing that you can do it, having a strategy for investment, and then being very strategic on that strategy about where that money goes because you don't need a lot of it but you do need something great well thanks so much for that and i know you know this can be something that you can work with people over 
over time. It could take hours, days, sometimes even weeks to break down some of those barriers or even to sometimes do, you know, financial planning with people. But if you could kind of just capture it in its essence, give, give me, you know, maybe a couple of tips, a couple of quick tips or ideas that somebody could, you know, take action on right away when it, when it comes to this concept of investing in their career so that they can make sure that the funds are available for, for advancement. Sure. So some quick tips are, number one, understand that you can do it. Just think, okay, I need a strategy to invest in my career. And I need to invest time. And I also need to invest funds. So you don't have to have, you know, $20,000 for uh, your investing in professional development. You can do it with as little as $100, right? So think about it, take the time to just start moving that needle a bit in terms of, okay, I can do this and I can put some money away. You and I were talking a little while ago about the 10% strategy, right? Taking 10% of your salary and putting that away in a fund, um, a savings account or something like that, so that you really have it designated for this professional development. So some people might say, well, but, you know, I'm already investing 10% in something else, or I don't have that much. Well, maybe it's not a percentage, maybe it's a dollar amount. Maybe you can invest $20 a month and then in six months, you'll have a little bit of a nest egg and you could take a course or, you know, you can join an organization. But we really need to work together to try to figure that out. So the 10% or the dollar amount would be a tip that I would give anybody. That's excellent. You know, it reminds me of, uh, you know, how do we save for a house, you know, or how do we save for a major purchase? Like you, you start when you first uh, started talking about this topic, you talked about this idea that, you know, we often, we often save for big things, but we don't think about our own professional development. What a great way of looking at it. So be like, Hey, if I'm going to tuck away so much money and my goal is to buy a house in five years, or my goal is to buy a car in two years, instead to be thinking with just that same mindset in terms of saving for your education, for your professional development. And of course, one compounds the other, doesn't it? Because once you save and then you invest in yourself and you advance a little, you get more income, your paycheck goes up, you advance in your career. What a great concept. So thanks very much for sharing that. That's fantastic. Uh, Dr. Held, the, the other thing I was thinking of in terms of a question, I know you and I talked about this as well, is that um, there might be other sources of money that people can invest in or other sources where they can find money to invest in their professional development. Maybe you could talk to that point a little bit. Sure. So there's always money out there, right? We, we tend to think often that there's not enough money or we can't find any money. Well, there are some insider tips, and one of those would be something quite frankly called professional development funds, right? So you, if you're at an institution, um, whether it's flush with money or maybe not so much, there's generally a line item for, for professional development in the departmental budget. Now, I can't tell you how many times, even when I was department chair, that I had faculty that didn't use their professional development funds. 
And at that time, we were giving full-time faculty $2,000 a year. And so you use it or you lose it. Um, the department chair or the program chair or whoever's the budget manager can only tell people, hey, you know, this money is here, but we can't force you to use it. We also can't roll it over to other folks. Like I had some people who were really good at using their professional development funds. They would go to conferences, they would pay for licensing fees, they were get really creative. And I would always say, as long as it's within the budget guidelines um, and it's directly relatable to your profession that we're, you know, having you as a subject matter expert in, then we're good to go. Um, and then they would be like, oh, well, I know that Professor so-and-so isn't using their money. Can I have that too? And I say, no, it doesn't quite work that way. But I was <laughs> always happy to see faculty who were using their development funds. Now, $2,000 is quite a bit of money, right? Um, not every institution has that much allocated. Some have more, some you might get $500, but hey, money is money, right? So let's try to find those funds, whether it's in your department, in your institution, maybe there's a fellowship, maybe there's a grant, maybe there's an award. Let's get to work trying to find you some money to put back into yourself so you can invest in your career. Wow, that's that's great advice. And one of the other thoughts that just came to mind um, as you're talking about the institution, do you find as well, do you, is there sometimes money available from government sources, like at the state level or even at the federal level? Do they sometimes have programs out there that help people in professional development? Absolutely. There's money at all of those levels. And then there's, they are scholarships within professional association and organization. So we just have to look for it. It's not always like a needle in the haystack scenario. Sometimes it's just right there, but we have to look for it and get it for you. So we wanna think about external forces, uh, resources, I should say, internal resources. And we wanna think about what we can do with our own finances. And then we wanna put together this overall strategy about how to use your resources over the academic year. Excellent advice, um, Dr. Hill. Thanks so much for, for sharing uh, so openly with us today. And uh, uh, we're going to wrap up our quick interview right now. And I just wanna take a moment once again to, to thank Dr. Loren Hill uh, of The Acclivity. And you can find Dr. Hill online at theacclivity.com. Uh, that's the acclivity, all one word with two C's in acclivity. And uh, I just want to ask Dr. Loren uh, Hill to just maybe give us a moment to wrap up here and tell us uh, in her own words, I guess, how we can get in touch with her and how she might be able to help us advance our career in academia. Maybe just a little, a little bit of a commercial here on how somebody could reach out to you and what you might be able to help them with. The best way to get in touch with me, Mark, is to go straight to my website. Thanks for mentioning it. It's the acclivity, that's A-C-C-L-I-V-I-T-Y dot com. Once you go on the website, you'll see a, a little button that says work with me. Then you'll also see another tab that you can click on that takes you straight to my calendar for a free consultation. So let's find a time to meet. Let's talk about what your goals are. 
And let's start thinking about how to invest in yourself. So we want to also really try to get those funds because one of the things that you might be able to do with those funds is hire a coach. And so I'd love to help you get that strategy together and maybe you can get a little extra money to then work with me and we will help you get rich rewards um, as we move forward in advancing your career. So good luck to you and I hope to hear from you soon. Thanks so much, Dr. Hill. And again, uh, just as a quick little uh, recap to let people know we're, you know, we're in challenging times right now. And as a result, there's a lot of government stimulus money uh, that's not only floating around and available, but there is more coming. Uh, so I would encourage you to be very proactive in looking for sources of, of income, uh, not necessarily income that you're going to be able to spend on living, but sources of income to fund your professional development, to invest in coaching like Dr. Hill does, to invest in your own professional development. So thanks again for being with us today. And thank you, Dr. Hill, for sharing so openly and giving us some great information. It's an absolute pleasure. And I will look forward to visiting with you again on a new topic, which I'm sure will be coming up very, very soon. Thanks again. I hope you enjoyed today's session. Thank you for listening. And if you're looking to advance your career in academia and you'd like to talk, please schedule a call on my calendar. It's a no obligation call and we'll have a quick chat and I'll see if I can help you out and answer any questions you might have. Continue to connect with me by going to theacclivity.com and on Facebook and LinkedIn. Be sure to subscribe to the Advancing Your Career in Academia podcast and you'll be instantly notified when the new podcasts are available. Don't forget to like us.